0: So, Michael, uh, what are some
1: things that slap for you in life? Oh, (laughs) things that slap. Oh, that's easy. Uh, Lasagna. (laughs) Lasagna slaps. Okay, Garfield.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Starfield with Normal People. My name is Dwayne, and I am joined... As always, by
1: my friend, Michael. Michael, how are you today? Oh, I'm just, I'm mad. You're mad? What? I'm angry. Yeah, I'm mad because video games are my favorite hobby and they make me really angry.
0: (laughs) Your hobby is not actually video games. It's getting mad at video (laughs) games. That's your hobby. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And then I hit all caps Mm -hmm, and then I go on forums and Reddit. And months after a game has been released, my favorite thing is to talk about how much I don't like this game.
0: Exactly, and oh, let me ask you something. Do you also create YouTube videos with incendiary titles about how bad something is?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought yeah. so.
0: Rage posting is
1: uh, is all the rage.
0: Once you dive into it, you can't get away from it. It seems it's like it surrounds you and it sticks
1: to you like napalm. It's horrible like all this negative negativity and what's unfortunate too is like i see a lot of people talking about how (laughs) they'll say tips for outpost building and then youtube will be like oh did you want to see skyrim sucks and is the worst game ever made Mm -hmm. no that's not (laughs) what i was looking for but all right i'll check it out you know
0: i think this all boils down to mark zuckerberg right can we just say that he is the oh yeah the, the person to blame completely for all this it's mess definitely his
1: fault mm-hmm. and i mean i don't have any evidence but he's out there I'm, surfing yes.
0: in hawaii you know looking all cool yeah. in his wetsuit and in
1: his way too much sunscreen and yeah.
0: his his uh barbecue sauce what kind of he loves the barbecue sauce did he <laughs> what is it smoking joe's or something i don't know he's obsessed barbecue with sauce. Some, uh, yeah who cares okay Exactly. You're mad because uh, the YouTube algorithm actually kind of bumped our video, like randomly bumped our last podcast. And so we got probably two to three times more comments than we
1: typically do. Yeah. Well, you and I were talking about how that's how you know a video is doing pretty well is you start to see negative comments popping up. Right. You're like, oh, (laughs) more people are seeing this. Okay.
0: Hey, man. Any any attention, even negative attention, is still attention. Bring it on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's, it's the first rule of advertising, Larry. Right? Like even negative stories are still advertisement for your company. Yeah. No, but it's I true. mean, there, I think there were a lot of positive comments as well. I mean, I don't want to you know, like shy away
1: from those, but I will. I'll say just up front that I will absolutely talk to. Anyone who is level-headed about what they're saying. Mm -hmm. So if you come to me and you say I didn't like Starfield Oh, why why not because of this and this and this that's fine. I love Starfield There are valid reasons not to like Starfield and I recognize that of course we are not
0: like blind to reality. Yeah. Did your rating for the game drop? You were at an eight on episode like three.
1: Yeah, when we first played it.
0: After 500 hours, where are you now? Let me ask you.
1: People are going to think I'm crazy. But to me, yeah. I mean, (laughs) Starfield is a nine or a 10. And I'm not saying that it's perfect. Yeah. I'm just saying that it's a world that I like to be in. And that I have not gotten tired of. I get tired of certain grinds. So if I get stuck in a grind, we talked about this. If, if I get stuck in a grind, I get a little bit tired of the game. Uh, and then I find something else to do. Mm-hmm. Or I play something else and I come back. I, I guess it remains to be seen if it's a 10. Because if I keep coming back to it year after year, that's a 10 to me. Mm-hmm. So I'll say Solidly right now, it's a nine. I look at how many hours I've spent in it. But now that
0: leads us back to our YouTube comments. Hours do not define whether or not you like the game. That was a big argument, right?
1: That is true. Okay, so yes, for anyone that didn't hear last week's episode, we kind of joked and it's fu- it's hey it's funny to joke about i still think it's funny i think i think it's funny when people say this game sucks and then you see they spent like 500 hours playing it literally we're not exaggerating like 500
0: hours here was one I thought was interesting. It says, uh, this is by Evil SSP. And they said, The gaming community as a whole needs to stop trying to snuff out negative reviewers. Feedback is feedback. And unless you just want to exist in an echo chamber, some of that feedback needs to be negative because there's no such thing as a perfect game. The guy who plays 500 hours and then has negative things to say is the one that you probably should listen to because they've invested the time needed to have a fair perspective on the game. Yeah. Space Cadet, our our friend and uh, fellow Discord member addressed. Let me read what he said real quick. He said, Most of us would generally agree with you here, but on the whole 500-hour negative review idea, I think we're more trying to hold people accountable to review it in a fair way. I don't care what someone says. 500 hours is a lot of hours. And yes, after 500 hours, you will get bored. Look, they're both right. You can play a game that you have a lot of criticisms toward for 500 hours and not love it. I get it. However, I think what we were saying is, in my experience, in 30 years of gaming, or 40 maybe, 40, if a game sucks, listen. I got five hours, if that. If yeah. it's really, really bad, it's five minutes.
1: It does not take long.
0: Yeah, it's no. gonna be 100 hours if I hate it, if I'm giving it a negative review. Now, some people are saying it's a 6.5 at best. I disagree with that. Um, but I mean, again, I'm biased. I have a Starfield podcast.
1: The thing is, I think a lot of us are talking about two different things mm-hmm. because I think the reason we thought it was funny when we were talking about it is. I, I know for sure, I don't know if in this instance we were saying it, but I know we've talked about someone who plays for 500 hours and then says there's nothing to do in this game. Right. That to me is silly because you, you there is things to do, but you did it. You did all of it. So congratulations, you won. You done did um, it. I think it's totally fair to have criticisms. Lord Zupi said if someone plays 100 to 200 hours of the game, and we're disappointed you don't believe them. No, I, I get it, because there's there's also that hope, right? You hope that it's good. Man, I played through the game Anthem. I really wanted Anthem to be <laughs> something more, mm-hmm. and it, it, it just wasn't, and it took me a long time. Like, I enjoyed it for the 30 hours of the game and then whatever. My point is, you can and should listen to those people, but I told them specifically, I told somebody in these comments I will listen to you if you have criticism, Mm. but we, I literally had people commenting to me, whether on Reddit or YouTube saying that if you like the game, you were tricked by marketing and you have cognitive dissonance. (laughs) And it's just like, once you start talking that crazy talk, like you just, you sound like an idiot. And I'm just like, Okay, like there's no point in talking to someone like that. Even, hey, I agree with you. The game's not a 6.5, but this person saying that they played it a ton and it's a 6.5 to them, okay, I get it. Like that's fine, and I understand
0: that. I I think my main issue was there is no way, I think, and I speak for everybody on Earth who have played Starfield, that this game is mostly negative on Steam, yet that is the current rating. So my thing is, why is it mostly negative? People are review bombing it because I don't know why. I mean, it's like a trendy thing to do, like, or what I said last week, which is it's not the perfect game for them. So there, ergo, it's trash.
1: Look at how impressionable people are just with everything on the Internet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like anytime something catches heat or, you know, uh, you know, you look at, like, Nickelback. I love making fun of Nickelback. It's hilarious. I don't love Nickelback. Right. But Nickelback never was as bad as the memes made them out to be. Not even close. I it mean, was just a meme. And I'm not a
0: Nickelback fan either by any yeah. stretch of that. But uh, yeah. they're not, I mean, they've sold millions and millions of records. Same kind of thing, like, by the metrics.
1: There's tons of songs on the radio that people don't know are Nickelback are done by Nickelback. Actually, I, I have a friend, shout out to this friend, who loves Nickelback. He has a Nickelback jacket. A I feel for him because now I love Starfield and Starfield is getting hate. I am not saying, by the way, I am not saying that Starfield is the Nickelback of video games. And so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, if this catches on and you created
0: this... Oh, I'll I'm never let you live it the community.
1: community. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's good our podcast is just, just got a little audience, a nice, mm-hmm. nice little audience. Niche, it's um, niche. So it's, it's like popular to, to hate on Starfield. And here's what's so funny. Like people just repeat, you can tell you, they, you can see them repeating the same like talking points. Mm-hmm. Does the video game have a little bit of an issue with loading screens? Uh, yes and no. We've talked about this. Some of the load screens were like, is that really necessary? It's not that bad, though. I have had it no, doesn't bother me. No issue with it.
0: There are many games that yeah. have terrible loading. This does not compare. There's some minor, minor inconveniences and gripes with transitions and loading and animations and stuff, but it's very minor. It is like and, a, and, 0.05% of your gameplay. Honestly, like I played yesterday and I was like, I I spent so little time loading. I mean, granted, I was exploring on a planet or I was in a base or whatever, but...
1: No, it's not an issue at all. But my my point is just that, like, I, I see... I saw somebody say some dumb comment that was like, Oh, so you're enjoying your load screen simulator? And I was just like, Oh, right. I forgot that this is the first game ever to have loading screens. You would like, think it was like you,
0: like the, the you outrage so. and the shock at at two seconds of loading. I mean, like what? Yeah, that's it's a non-issue. That's why that is why we don't believe that it's mostly negative. I mean, because no, it's, no, it's just bandwagoning. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a ten. I'm probably more like at a seven and a half, maybe an eight, personally. Mm-hmm. And I, I think because it is so young, I think once it comes into its own. Gets a few more updates from uh, BSG, yeah. then it's it's really going going to BG. come into its own. Bethesda Game Studios BGS. Did BGS. I say that backwards? Yeah.
1: Since last week, we had quite a few people listening that disagreed with us. Yeah. And I'm I'm telling you, if if you're here again and you're listening, just just to be clear, like when I personally say that people are just bandwagoning to hate on the game, I am not talking about any of you that have actual criticisms of the game. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that have no idea, they've never played it, they just hear things and they just jump on because it's a meme.
0: Yep, 100% agree with you. There was a comment that said, you don't get to release a game dead on arrival, then promise to make it worth the money over the coming years. All that counts is what's (laughs) delivered on release day. Wrong. I mean, (laughs) Cyberpunk 2077. Pretty much every AAA title that's been released. No Man's Sky. Yeah, I mean, they are rough. I mean, they get under the gun from the producer, from the studio. They need to get this game out and start earning some money. So it gets released before it's done. Heck, I worked on GoldenEye Rogue Agent. And I remember in that game... Uh, We found a bug that was game-breaking. This was after... Mm. This was like the last possible minute. And there was some really cool stuff that was going to go into the game, but they had to backtrack to an earlier build because of that bug. And it got... It eliminated all that cool extra content. So, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. And I... Yeah. I mean, that is... I don't agree with that statement
1: whatsoever. So so yeah, so not only is the the statement objectively wrong, uh it's also wrong in the fact that this game was not dead on arrival. Like yeah, like let's exactly. let, let's stop talking in hyperbole. <laughs> that that is but it's the so biggest fun. problem. I know. And it's like I like I remember my brother called out like my friend and I uh, like my friend came to visit, and he, my brother, was just listening to us talk to about stuff. We're talking about games. We're talking about movies. We're talking about music. And after my friend left, my brother told me. He said, "Hey, when I was listening to you talk about stuff, I noticed that everything was awesome or it sucked." Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh "Okay, yeah," and like, that's the How thing is like guys, everything. Like we were, was 20 early 20s <laughs> okay um <laughs> just trying to put it into context
0: because like when you're under yeah, yeah you know 15
1: everything is sucks or is amazing yeah i was gonna say i don't even mind when people just say well it, it's a good game it's not it's not amazing mm-hmm. it's a good game okay cool i'll listen to that person more than the person that says it's the worst thing ever, or right. it's, bro- it's totally broken. <laughs> is it a little broken? Hey, yeah, it's a little broken. <laughs> it's a Bethesda game.
0: Unfortunately, I, yeah. I saw something today. It was a rant on Facebook about how the game is so, so broken and guess what was broken in this person's game? What? It was like a video glitch of like part of new Atlantis was stuck to his ship. Right, so that's that is what we used to call like a C bug. The game ships with a gazillion C bugs because they don't matter that much. They're they're minor inconveniences. An A bug is something that causes you to not be able to advance in the game. Those do exist in this game as well. Right, but to go on to Facebook and have like a two two paragraph rant about how terrible the game is because of a, a minor graphics glitch. I mean, come on.
1: I didn't. I haven't gotten that bug. A lot of people have not gotten that bug Mm -hmm. a few people do and then the video goes online and everyone sees the video because it's the internet and we we can we all like everything gets signal boosted now (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. so like it has its glitches and it has its problems but you know that the term like the mid Mm -hmm. oh it's mid yeah the game is mid what's funny about that term to me is mid is like middle like it's it should be that it's mediocre right but the term mid is now used for, like, it's, it's just awful. It's just, like, it's a big insult. The way it's yeah. used. Yeah, it's a huge insult. Oh, mm-hmm. It's mid, there's just n- nothing there. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if you were, this is me being old man yells at cloud, but, it, like, to me, if you were using mid correctly, It'd be like, "Oh, so it's like, you know, pretty good."
0: <laughs> this was like back in the in the late 80s, bad. You know, Michael Jackson, yeah. it was bad or bad dudes. Yeah. You know, it really meant, "Oh, that's totally bad." There was probably it's like bad. a six like a summer where we went around saying everything was bad and we meant it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it really didn't last that long, but That did not last long. Yeah. No. Mid feels like one of those things where it's probably not going to be around much. Like Fleek, you know, Fleek came and went.
1: Yeah, Fleek
0: came and Thank went goodness.
1: fast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to talk the positive comments because there were some people who had never heard of us and they had never heard of our podcast. And this video was served up to them. And it was so nice to see uh, a few comments coming in like the whiz bang said, I'm very excited for survival mode. Been loving Starfield since launch. Mm -hmm. Only looks to get better from here. Thanks for the podcast. It's always the highlight of my week. Then we had U W Y H L said, I love Starfield. It's refreshing to encounter other people actually appreciate its brilliance.
0: Right. Yeah, Telesto912 said, finally, I found some bros that aren't just sitting around and blanking on this game. You have some criticism, but you're not dwelling on it. Yeah, so we, we appreciate those kind of positive comments.
1: I tried telling people anytime they said how happy they were to see people being positive on the game because they like it. Mm-hmm. I tell them, you've got to go to our Discord because there are people like it's just such an amazing group just enjoying the game. And every once in a while, yeah, we'll talk about some bugs, but it is the most positive group on the Internet I have seen Anywhere. There were also a bunch of people in the YouTube comments
0: that were totally wrong, and those were all the people that said eggnog was good. So I have to, ha! I have to say that. Yes. To be fair, I, Thank, have, not, yes. <laughs> I have not had an eggnog in who knows how long. Um, but it's just the name. I mean, you can't you can't make a drink have the word egg in it without just cringing and oh getting nauseous. Can I was you? gonna
1: say egg and also nog. Like right. what is that? They they need I don't to even, rename I don't it. Know. They
0: need to rename it like caramel yeah. uh, sweetness, some kind of Starbucks name, and it would be delicious.
1: I was very happy to see the support for eggnog drinkers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Let's get into
0: our news and community items right off the bat. You made a new video this last week.
1: Yes, that's right. So it and it was sort of off the cuff. Um. So for anyone that hasn't seen it, we'll put a link in the show notes. Basically, what it is is it's partly machinima, so if anyone's not familiar, uh, this used to be more popular, like I I don't, you can still find it in some circles. It was when
0: On Fleek was popular. (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) around that same time, people would make little mini movies or short films or whatever in a video game. Starfield, because of convenience, lets you sprint everywhere, right? So you can just, you can just friggin' run Wherever you're going, you're sprinting. And I did, like I, for the most part, I did to because it's just easier and faster. You just want to get there. I noticed that like when I forced myself to slow down and actually just walk places, it like, there was this really cool atmosphere that we are all running past.
0: I absolutely agree with you. You sent me the video. Yep. It said, check this out. And it had Hitman. In the title and i know you're a big hitman fan vimeo does this weird thing where it won't let me max on my phone
1: yeah i know yep
0: it's so it's tiny so i'm watching you know i'm doing some other things i'm kind of watching it a little bit here and there i'm like oh this is this is hitman i literally thought you uploaded hitman video
1: yeah because you don't play hitman so like you didn't you weren't familiar
0: yeah and then i watched it later on my pc full screen with all the with all the sound effects and music and everything, and I was blown away, like, how cool it was, and you're exactly right. Like, you walking, the mere act of walking around gave it this completely different atmosphere, which was much more menacing, much more Hitman-like, which I thought was really cool. It was clever on on your part.
1: I was like, man, there's so much atmosphere in this game, and you can make it so cool. I look at some games that force you to slow down, Mm-hmm. Tons of games do this. I haven't played the new Spider-Man, but I know even like Spider-Man, you, you zip around the city, but then there are parts where it makes you walk through a rooftop party and talk to people. You know, It forces you to slow down and take in the detail and the atmosphere. Gears of War had you know lots of battle shooting, shooting, and then it would have these segments where you would just walk through a hallway and you'd see the dust falling off the wall or whatever. Off the ceiling. Mm -hmm. So like Starfield, I almost feel like the fact that it gives all this choice to players, you don't have to slow down. You can just go. You can slow down if you want, but almost nobody does. And then they don't see the atmosphere. And then they say that the game is soulless. And it's like, is it soulless or did you just run past everything? And I wonder
0: if the vehicles that or the travel improvements that they're going to implement will also change that feeling as well, because uh, I'm assuming maybe there's a planet vehicle that you can ride, maybe. Could be, yeah. So that'll speed things up. How will that affect the uh, atmosphere?
1: That could be tricky for the atmosphere. It could be cool, like if it's like, you know, wind blowing in your hair or whatever. Mm -hmm. If the travel, like we've talked about the idea of having your ship traveling, you getting up, and moving around your ship while it travels in space. Right. That would be sort of an example of slowing things down where it's moving and then you're working at the crafting table on your ship while you're traveling. Mm-hmm. So like stuff like that would be interesting. This is what the video is. Basically I'm just going around doing side missions but turning it into sort of like a, a cool little short film. I just wanted to make like a stylized version of sort of a playthrough. Like, you sort of get the essence of these little quests without seeing just a straight walkthrough. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If there was a setting in the game to make it so that my default was walking and then I had to press another button to run, I actually think I would turn that on. Because I always have to, like, hold the joystick just a certain way. Right. You're balancing (laughs) the
0: joystick in an awkward position to get it to (laughs) make you walk.
1: It all, yeah, they, like it's really easy to end up running by accident. That's so. the beauty of
0: the keyboard—is caps lock or something, whatever it is, to toggle right. running. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of the all the hate, of, like that we were talking about earlier, Starfield won innovative gameplay for the Steam Awards, and boy, oh boy, did that uh, piss a lot of people off. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, I saw a few articles, and I was like, I thought it would win. I'm pretty sure last episode, I was saying that I thought it was totally innovative compared to anything else that I played in 2023. There were a lot of sequels. There were a lot of games that did a lot of the same things that we've seen before, but Starfield did a lot of new things, a lot of innovative things. So I was like, this, this is not a meme. This is not a, a joke of award. I think it is a valid award.
1: And I think it was well-deserved. It's weird. I could see people doing it as a joke or as a meme mm-hmm. just to make people mad. But while at the same time, maybe that was their intention. But I still do think that it deserves it.
0: I, you're saying people joke voted, but I don't think that's true because look, look at the other winners. Like Baldur's Gate is the game of the year. Clearly, it's the game of the year. And clearly, right, that's what true. everyone voted for and won. Yeah, No one's cynical about that game not no one no, but very few people are compared to Starfield.
1: There was one award, there was one award that I agreed was a joke though, and I think this is mm. what throws it off okay. is that Red Dead Redemption 2 got the Labor of Love award. And so the problem with that is Labor of Love is for games that continually get updates, you know, and and are <laughs> continued to be built on by the developers, mm-hmm. whereas this this is a game that just came out and it hasn't been touched since. And there have been no DLCs whatsoever and no, like, major updates? I think not for a long time. Yeah. That's that's why some people are saying that, that these awards could be memes or jokes because this one didn't deserve it. But you bring up a good point. Baldur's Gate did deserve it.
0: Who knows? I don't think it's worth worrying about that much no they're they're no. popular votes whatever that gets you
1: you know there are people that that say well awards don't matter and mm-hmm. yeah maybe they don't the recognition is nice for the developers but the award i don't it doesn't matter what awards it gets like i'm going to play it the same amount because
0: of all this negative publicity now more people know about the game than ever before yeah. it's almost like people who are trying to troll it and trying to
1: bring it down are are actually making
0: it more successful in a way
1: there are some people that might not play it because they heard the negativity, but you know, I see this post on no sodium starfield by Gamerzilla, who said I was lied to because starfield actually slaps. Mm-hmm. So here that's, that's one sort of like if we're looking for silver lining, that's a positive thing about all the negative press is at some point, these people that heard all the negativity might try the game and go, wait a minute. What? This is a good game. Right? Have you ever had that happen, by the way? Can you think of a game that
0: that got like totally negative reviews and then you tried it and you were like, this is actually my cup of tea?
1: I definitely look at reviews. I don't Mm -hmm. think that reviews are the end-all, be-all, because I, I know that this happens where something will be, well-reviewed and i don't like it or vice versa but i do think that the cumulative of the reviews is actually a good indicator of of a game being good or not Hmm. okay generally yeah i think i agree with you i think generally
0: it is a good indicator on games that aren't front and center in the public image or the public eye like, aren't going through a, a meme or a trolling or... You know, like, yeah. little indie games? You can right. trust the reviews on those because people generally don't have a reason to go and review bomb those unless, like, the developer did something, you know, gross. Yeah. Or whatnot, but... Or,
1: or, or the opposite if the developer is, like, a minority that a bunch of gross people don't like. Like, I've seen that happen. Mm. But, yeah, other than that, I, I agree that generally... It's the big games that are getting bombed on. Yeah. That's basically your point, right? Yep.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, we've uh,
1: beat this dead horse, so let's move on to some tips. (laughs) I love this tip. So this is a great tip for anyone unaware. Uh, I'm telling you, I get in a ship and I'm flying around sometimes... Just the HUD, that circle, Mm -hmm. sometimes it bugs me, man. Sometimes I don't want to see it.
0: Yep. Looks like you're scoping on people all the time. (laughs) Like you're about to snipe.
1: If you hold the change view button, it will actually remove the HUD brief like temporarily. And then it will actually enter free look mode. Oh wow. Where your ship continues to fly whatever direction it's going. And you can look up, like if you have a, a good, uh, you know, a cockpit that has the, top you know, glass mm-hmm. all the way to the top, you know, you can like look up and see, you know, whatever's up there, planet, whatnot. Uh, Ooh, that's cool. It's very cool. Like, I tried this out. I, I thought it was really cool to be flying and then uh, go into this free look mode and, and sort of look around.
0: Yeah, I'm not even sure if I know where that button is or if I even have it mapped because I don't think I've ever done that in game
1: so this would be the button that changes from your first person view to third person okay i think that's just my mouse wheel oh okay oh interesting huh yeah well i can't help you there on the xbox so then if i do it while i'm
0: in my spaceship then i should be able to see that happen
1: yeah well on on xbox it's the window button on the left which Mm. would have been select back in the day and you uh but yeah so you tap that you click it to you know switch yeah but if you hold it, that's what takes the HUD away. That's a good tip. And you can bet that I will be using that uh, if I make more of those videos (laughs) coming up. It's gonna
0: give you a nice little extra cinematic effect. Yeah. Yeah, Ambriel in our Discord had a nice tip. They said, thanks to Barrett, I've been able to upgrade that power, parallel self twice in multiple playthroughs. I'm currently on NG plus six, but I have parallel self at 10. Level 10. I usually collect all the powers and then travel with Barrett long enough to get him to ask for help with that mission. So I usually find that temple first, and then when Barrett asks, the game just places the same temple on a different planet. So they're actually able to go oh. and find that specific power that they like over and over to level it up. Yeah. Which is pretty cool.
1: I have not gotten that power at all. Really? Okay. I need
0: to. What does that do? Because I haven't gotten it either.
1: It basically... Uh, brings like a clone of yourself
0: Mm -hmm.
1: into battle temporarily yeah so there's two of you fighting that's
0: exactly what i thought it would be
1: yeah some of you are going to be like oh you're saying it wrong all right calm down Dwayne hasn't gone oh far enough what am i saying wrong so just (laughs) no you're not saying anything wrong i said something wrong on purpose uh, from what I've heard, you could have you, and then you cast that power, and then if Barrett is playing with you, is, you know, your companion, he'll cast his power, and then there's four of you fighting enemies. Awesome. Yeah, you know, speaking of people in our
0: Discord, like Ambriel, Hoodoo Vane came up with the idea of big game hunting list, which I thought was a fantastic idea. Yeah. Basically a top 10 of the scariest, meanest, coolest looking fauna in the game. So you know what we did, Michael?
1: Or do you know what you did? <laughs> do I know what I did? What did I do? What? No, I bla- I blacked out. I blacked out. Please tell me what I did. You created
0: the Big Game Hunting channel in our Discord. So now if you want to uh, come in there and, and post pictures of exotic fauna that you find, that is the place to do
1: it yeah, we want to build this ultimate list of like the 10 craziest, most dangerous fauna in the game. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it, it's just, it's such a community effort because we've already, just in today, like I've seen people posting pictures of creatures that I haven't seen yet. Me too. It's so crazy. And I think,
0: you know, it, it started out in my mind as like, oh, these this is all going to be like big, scary, mean creatures. But... I feel like anyone can post any cool creature in there that they want. Yeah. For the enjoyment of the rest of us, like there's a lot of <laughs> really cool little
1: things running around out there. Yeah. So why not? Once we have a nice list, it'd be fun to make a video: the ten biggest and scariest, and then do the, the ten cutest. Oh. There you go, ten cutest. Mm-hmm. The ten smallest. There you go. So the yeah. The possibilities are endless. That'd be that'd be fun. Thank you, Hoodoo Vane, <laughs> for that idea. Yeah, this is a great idea. I just and actually the fauna is one of my favorite things in the
0: game. Yeah, it's really cool. I haven't been to that many planets, but I never know what I'm gonna get when
1: I when I land. So it's it's kind of exciting. Talking about details, talking about atmosphere. One detail that somebody pointed out, they noticed that the sun. They were on a moon. They noticed that the sun on one side, the star that was near, you know, that system was going down. So they were getting sort of like a sunset, but it's a moon, so it's like, you know, that's black sky. Mm -hmm. And then they start to notice that the whole, like, land that they're on starts to be bathed more in this orange glow. Mm. And then they saw that from on the other side, it was the gas giant, this orange gas giant that was opposite of the star right was coming up and it was coming up and just bathing the the land that they were on on that moon in this orange glow and that's such a cool like lighting trick that the game does
0: the lighting and effects in this game are amazing you made your own meme that was like starfield no Photography Simulator? Yes. Yeah, I mean, Yeah. this game has really become Photography Simulator for me. Mm. Do you follow a bunch of space content on social media?
1: I, yeah,
0: yeah. Like not related to Starfield, like just, um, you know, like Hubble or James Webb or, um, you know. Like yeah, I love that stuff. ESA, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, me too. This one's really cool, Michael. So Jonathan Dotson found a food truck in space. What? chunks to go really (laughs) yes (gasps) chunks to go is a ship that you can run into in the far reaches of uh the starfield universe if you hail them or if or if you answer their hail then you can buy some chunks oh my gosh i did not know about this at all (laughs) food trucks in space wow isn't that cool that's, like, just another little detail that, uh, you know, and it's kind of a, I guess it's kind of a spoiler. It'd be fun to find that on your own, so.
1: Sure, it would, but I think that's perfect for this this uh, podcast. Yeah. This is what we're talking about when we say that, like, people that think that the world isn't built out enough haven't explored it enough. Mm-hmm. This crazy stuff is out there when i'm playing i feel like i gotta start keeping notes of like little things like that that i found yeah that like they're not coming to mind at the moment but like there's little moments where i just go oh that's cool Mm -hmm. that's cool i know what they're referencing here wow the food this a food truck in space i can't wait i gotta find this well this last week in the starfield adventure club which is our club in the discord you can click on the link in the show notes and come on by uh we all go to the same planet and we explore and we share our findings and our stories and this last week we were actually in our on cassiopeia one which uh is actually famous for being the location of one of the uh crewmates uh, it's sort of their story mission, mm-hmm. so it's it's a well known place. Yeah, but a lot of people go and do that mission,
0: right? And they don't really truly explore the planet. Like, right? I find that on on the you know artifact planets, I'm not really exploring those. I'm just going getting the artifact and then I'm moving on.
1: But yeah, it's been fun uh, seeing everyone sort of go back and explore this place. Yeah, if you want to find out more
0: about the Starfield Adventure Club, pop into our Discord. Link is in the description here on the YouTube video. And uh, we love to have fresh blood, so come on in and read all the awesome stories and hang out. It's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, and we like to pick uh, a favorite contributor of the week each week and send a free coffee mug that is emblazoned with one of our two... Starfield Adventure Club logos. Absolutely, we also have
0: the Drive Channel, which is uh, shipbuilding, And this week, uh, the current challenge is putting the engines in front, which I thought was a super fun idea because you get a lot of these uh, like pod racer style ships. Yeah. So there's some cool possibilities. Come in and, and show us your ship design with the engines in the front.
1: Yeah, I thought this was really fun. Like right away, I saw some like just like really cool, different looking designs. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the first thing I thought of uh, also was pod race. You know what I
0: want to do? I want to um, do a small ship with like a single uh, engine up front somehow. Just the smallest one I can make. Yeah. I think that'd be
1: fun. I think that would be fun. I actually, I, I have to check to see if it's on the list. But um, So we've got uh, Baz and Oliver that are sort of running this week to week. And I remember that that was the one thing that i said right at the beginning i said i want tiny ships mm-hmm. like <laughs> more than anything i want tiny ships so that's probably coming up at some point you had
0: a micro machines collection when you were a kid didn't you
1: <laughs> i did <laughs> those are I awesome did.
0: bring back micro machines yeah
1: yeah that, those
0: are really cool and thundercats why isn't there a thundercats movie talk about things that slap
1: Hmm. <laughs> yeah i was one of those kids in high school that had the black t-shirt with the thundercats logo on it. Heck yeah. I had to explain it
0: quite a bit. That intro and that outro with the with the guitar solos?
1: Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I want to thank our friends of the show. These are people who are contributing to us by being members of our YouTube channel. Uh, there are some benefits. You get to see some videos early and it also helps us get those coffee mugs out to you guys so uh if you are a friend of the show thank you so much and if you want to be a friend of the show just um go to our youtube page and you'll see it there
0: absolutely and thanks to everyone that listens on spotify apple and thanks to those watching on youtube all links are provided in the show notes below
1: an extra special thanks for all the comments and feedback you've seen Dwayne and i if you're in the discord you've seen us be very active there um come and chat with us if you have a comment suggestion or an in-game story to share you can also just leave a comment on our youtube page
0: and if you like the show consider dropping a five star review on your favorite podcast
1: app yes thanks for traveling the starfield with us make sure you subscribe because we will be back for more next week we'll see ya